0: Hello, and welcome to Friends for Life, a podcast of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod's Life Ministry. We're sharing the stories and insights of real people living out God's love for the people He's created. We hope you'll stick around and be our friends for life.
1: Thanks so much for joining us for Episode 21. I'm your host, Steph Nugebauer, and today our episode is a special crossover episode with my good friends at the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge who recently had me on as their guest. We talked about blizzards and getting stuck in snowstorms and life marches, and we laughed all along the way. I really enjoyed the time that we all had together in studio, so I hope you do too, and now you can take a listen.
0: listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Bree and I'm Rachel. We have an adventure in Lutheranism today. And we have a special guest in studio. You get mm. a twofer today. It's a twofer. This is super exciting. <laughs> Two and and our guest is actually in studio, in the flesh, which yes. makes it even more exciting. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ands going on mm-hmm. right now. So many ands. And our guest is a fellow podcast host. So if yes. you listen to KFUO podcasts, you may recognize Stephanie Jabara's voice from the Friends for Life podcast. We like to plug that one mm-hmm. uh, occasionally in the ladies lounge. You do a great work on that podcast Steph. So I'm super excited to have you in studio with us today.
1: Thank you. It is good to be here. I think Brie was the one who said we haven't experienced another experienced podcaster in true. the house. <laughs> I said, uh, does that mean 20 episodes makes me experience? Embrace it. <laughs> Embrace it, girl.
2: Embrace it. Double some, digits. Some little
0: cross-pollination mm-hmm. here. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. We love that. It's true. It's true. So, Steph, why don't you give us a little bit of your background, whatever you want people in the Ladies' Lounge to know, and a little plug for your podcast, too.
1: Oh, I would love to. Okay, let's talk about me. Yes, um, <laughs> my background. I don't know how detailed you you want me to get, but um, your I've,
0: entire life story, please. Sure. Okay, we'll be here in an hour, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how many episodes do I get? <laughs> so, I have been working with Life Ministry now. Kind of been a part of them. For The last many years, and I have been brought on once again. Life ministry is a passion of mine. So, I actually am a CUW graduate, mm-hmm. um, Bachelor of Science. My background is ultrasound. Yes. Oh, And wow. then the next thing you do after you graduate with a bachelor's in ultrasound is you go to seminary. And <laughs> oh, that's that is what, what I did. That's what oh. most people do, you see. So, okay. um, no, so I did that. I met my husband, he's a pastor. And that has meant that we've been taken to different places we would not have expected to go. We're very blessed, though. We live in Arkansas, Northeast Arkansas, and we love it there. I have been given the opportunity to be on with Life Ministry again in a couple different ways, but one of them being the Friends for Life podcast. And so it's been a new experience for me to host a podcast. Deaconess Tiffany Manor, Director of Life Ministry. Mm-hmm. approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in hosting a podcast. And I said, I have no understanding of how you host Hmm. a podcast. I listen to podcasts, but I don't even know what that looks like. So it's been a a year and a half of learning technology and (laughs) the podcasting etiquettes and all of that stuff, which you ladies have been really helpful with. Um, Sarah's
2: just good at editing.
1: (laughs) And Sarah's good at, yes. No, that's the only part. (laughs) That's the only part. So people don't know that Sarah's also um, <laughs> intimately involved in Friends for Life for, for posting and helping oh, helping to edit. Very cool. Um, so Friends for Life is the podcast of the LCMS out of the Division of Life Ministry. And essentially what we do is we talk about life topics through the lens of the gospel. And we have a lot of serious topics, but we also try to make it more on a lighthearted note too, mm-hmm. kind of like, hopefully like. It would be me and someone else sitting down for coffee. At Mm -hmm. least that's how I feel when I have guests on. In fact, Mm -hmm. I usually have coffee or tea with me. Hmm. I have had so many wonderful guests on um, so far. So we've recorded 20. And I have learned so much from the guests that we've had on, Hmm. just their wisdom and experience and their pastoral care for people. Essentially learning how to love our neighbors, the most vulnerable, and that includes unborn babies, that includes the mm-hmm. elderly, that includes anyone in between on the spectrum of aging or abilities. And so it's just been a joy to do that. And I just thank you for the opportunity today to to come and talk about another passion of mine, which would be the the March for Life itself. And I'm very excited to to be a part of that. Can
2: I too. just jump in with a personal question real quick? Like oh, we're boy. just out the gate. No, it,
1: you're from Ark you live in Arkansas, right?
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Did you get affected by the storms last week and is everything okay by you?
1: Oh wow. Thank you for asking. No, you're
2: welcome. That like that's my life right now. So oh, yeah, you said yeah. Arkansas and I was like, oh, but ding, I just told a last donor week that being we're being in mid-December. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And if I'm under the impression too, and Sarah, you checked in on me. That mm-hmm. was so kind of you. Uh texted me to check on my family. We did not have any touchdown within like a thirty mile radius, although Mm -hmm. uh, we were told we were going to have sirens going off all night, and we we didn't. Mm -hmm. They they dodged us, and and they kind of traveled more, you know, east. um, Are your congregants okay? Everyone is. Although in fact, our neighbor, our next door neighbor, her father in law was in the Monette nursing home that got struck by the tornado, and for hours they didn't know. If he was accounted for or not. Um, And he Mm -hmm. is well, Um, but it did, it did hit home in that way too. Mm -hmm. And then again, only to wake up and to hear of the devastation of Kentucky and Mm -hmm. even in Illinois Mm -hmm. and the tornadoes that spun off of what we had starting in Arkansas. Yeah, it was, it was a doozy and that's, yeah, what happens when it's, it was almost 80 degrees. We turn on our AC uh, in December. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Wild. Yeah. It's Sorry,
1: just I just one. wanted to make sure. I thought you were going to ask me a much more personal <laughs> oh, question. no, I know. That's no. why I <laughs> like that. I just like to scare people periodically.
0: I enjoy doing that. I'm going to ask your deepest secret right, right now. No, no, no. It's your social security number. <laughs> Well stephanie i I really appreciate the Friends for Life podcast, and I really appreciate the the breadth of topics that mm. you've covered so far in just the short amount of time you've been doing this. It's not just focusing on one thing or only talking about abortion or only talking mm-hmm. about euthanasia. you are covering such a wide variety of things that all that are all encompassed in life ministry, and I think that's really important for people to kind of understand that life ministry covers.
2: Mm-hmm
0: almost every facet of our lives because it's all about the sanctity of life and that is something yeah. that we live out every day in our vocations. Yeah. So kudos to you. We'll put mm-hmm. we'll put a link in the show notes uh, if people want to check out that podcast. Thank but you. now for the for the main event today, uh, you mentioned the March for Life. This episode yes. is scheduled to drop on the actual Friday of the March mm. for Life. So, as people are maybe listening to this podcast as it drops, there's people marching in Washington D.C. right now. Mm. And so, this March for Life is something that happens every year. It's a, an amazing event. I've been able to go once. You've been able to go once, so that I guess, right.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, what when this comes out, I'll be marching too. Hey, oh. so that's really cool. <laughs> yes, I will be there.
0: The magic of podcasting that's right. two places at once, exactly. <laughs> so, so tell us about uh, what the March for Life actually is.
1: Yeah, I would love to. So when you say March for Life, you might be referring to the March for Life in D.C., mm-hmm. the big national one. Mm-hmm. Although there are many marches for life across the country. And in fact, LCMS Life Ministry has eight different marches they will be a part of across the country. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And this this big one in D.C. is typically the one that we think of when we talk about the march. But there are different marches according to region and location, and the DC March for Life. So I have been marching in DC, and then I've also marched in St. Louis, mm-hmm. March at the Arch, and then also at Jeff City as well. So capital of Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, we're good. It <laughs> always seems weird, <laughs> Jefferson City. It seems like it's just kind of out there. No one ever talks about it. <laughs> anyway, so the the March for Life in DC is an experience unlike any I, I had had before. I would love to give specific detail but as a as a recap of the the overall experience I would say for me it's a very joyful peaceful mm. encouraging time I would think at least this was my perception before I even marched that it was a lot of people making a a big scene and not really being kind toward Mm -hmm. one another. Mm -hmm. And it's quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. My experience was it was a very peaceful time where groups of all sorts, not just Lutherans, not just Catholics, not just Christians, Mm -hmm. but even secular organizations, even those that are atheists all come together Mm -hmm. under um, this belief that we are to protect and to guard life and, Specifically, the LCMS has a group that marches together, and the LCMS loves to coordinate people even on a regional level. So if you know of an area near you that's having a march that might not Mm -hmm. be on our website yet, we would love to know. And I can share that at the very end, too, how you would get in touch with us. But we love to coordinate a group specifically of LCMS people. We're all usually wearing these bright green (laughs) fluorescent (laughs) Mm -hmm. hats holding signs that say who we are and where we're from, and that we believe in Christ from whom comes all good things, including life. And so I believe the year that I was there, the LCMS got to be the forerunners of the march. Oh, yeah. And that was a very exciting time. Mm -hmm. We had President Harrison there as well. And essentially, we walked the entire length of the route praising through our liturgy, chanting hymns and praying psalms and singing, praying the Lord's prayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a very cool thing when you have Lutherans who are all using a common liturgy Mm -hmm. to be able to just from memory pray these words that the Lord has given us, a very encouraging time to know that we are not alone in our advocacy for life. And I have only had a positive experience doing marches Mm -hmm. with the LCMS.
3: I would like to know sort of what does the day of the March look like? I mean, drop us down there. Where do you go when you show up? What's happening? How do you know it's time to start? And how long is the route? I mean, give me all the all the juicy details of what it's like to actually be there and spend the day at the March for Life.
1: Rachel, thank you for that question. I, I should honestly should have started with what the beginning of that day looks like because we all met at Emanuel in Alexandria, Virginia, so just outside the city. And we started with a worship service. And then after the worship service, we had breakfast. And then after breakfast— at What time did you start? Worship service. <laughs> Yes. What time?
3: <laughs> <like, laughs> he wants time to know how early she has to get start? up in the morning yeah, if she exactly shows up for the March for
2: Life. It's
1: a five a.m. start, and then
2: right oh, the that's store. a good
3: question.
1: Wow, if it was a five a.m. start, I'm not sure where I would be at the moment. Um, <laughs>
3: I'm sure where no, I, I
1: would be. <laughs> I don't remember what what time. I mean, okay. it was a it was a normal time in
0: the morning for us to have okay. a, a so it wasn't a crazy divine service. early.
1: No, it was not crazy okay. early because no. the
0: march the march happens in the like around lunchtime. It so happens it around lunchtime. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not like okay. a, a super super early morning. Although there's so many people there. Sorry. You can tell the story.
1: Yes. well, So let me start from the beginning, Um, which I I should have started um, from before. A a very important part of the day is that at a normal hour in the morning, maybe like 830 or 9. That's very appropriate. That's very appropriate. All right. It's reasonable. Uh (laughs) We, um, the group of the LCMS marchers, uh, met at Emmanuel. Uh, in Alexandria, Virginia, just outside the city, and we had a d- divine service. What a great way to start out the day um, mm-hmm. with your focus being on Christ who gives all good good gifts. And the reason we march is because Christ incarnate has come and has hallowed the human experience. And so that's why we march for the unborn as well. And then following the divine service, perhaps what would would be an appropriate breakfast time 10 10:30 <laughs>
2: we had breakfast leaning towards there. brunch but okay yeah.
1: okay yes. <laughs> yes. you're right you're right and then everyone in their own way, got transportation <laughs> to the site of where we okay. all gathered. Okay. What were the um, various kinds of
2: transportation <laughs> that
3: were taken? Well, th- good question. What did you
2: do to get to the march? Yeah. I took an Uber, which oh, was, did you uh, really Uber. at the time,
1: this was in oh. 2016, hmm. was kind of a newer time for yeah. Uber to be mm-hmm. You know, up and coming, and mm-hmm. so the, the whole app experience for me, the 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 pain through an app. I mean, only five years ago, these were new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh us. my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so I did. I did take an Uber, but there were. Yeah. I think there were busing situations, um, and the
0: the train too.
1: When mm. I went in
0: 2019, there was just a whole bunch of people with the bright neon green caps on the train. That's cool. Uh, and it was nuts. Yes. Those trains were so full. Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I can imagine. It is real cool. Those caps are great. Not yes. only for
0: like a Disney World
1: experience, but also for a March for Life DC experience. You can, too. You can totally
0: spot where you're supposed to be. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, you're thinking January on the East Coast. Cold. freezing cold yeah. and that the the year that i was there was also the year of the big <gasps> snowstorm blizzard right in dc as well didn't people got stuck
0: there didn't they
1: I got stuck there. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> we the people got stuck there in Washington, yes. D.C. Uh-huh. Um, I was pregnant with, with our first four. Oh, my and goodness. <laughs> it was not a great experience to not be able to, you know, like if I was hungry, I had to walk to restaurants yeah. and restaurants mm-hmm. were closed. And mm-hmm. I mean, no snowplows were going through. It was nuts. That oh, was that's a story uh, for a different time, too. It was a wild experience, but all part of it. Like all,
0: looking back, I mean, just uh the Lord used it all for His His good purpose. My flights actually got canceled too when I went. I had to. It was snow. So. Hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We're talking to our future, future selves passage. here mm. <laughs> in a month. I don't That's know what right. the weather
3: is going to be like. Well, what this all uh, shows me is that people yeah. care enough about this that they're willing to march in a DC winter, yeah. even yes. knowing that occasionally snow just dumps and leaves yes. you stranded. So that, yes. I, that mm-hmm. I think makes the march that much more powerful. If it were in like September or during April with the cherry blossoms, everybody oh. would like go and it wouldn't be yeah. put to You're require right. merely so much passion it's and dedication. Space. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you could make a movie of the march, like a 30 minute long movie, you could really dramatize it, being by <laughs> against all the odds, <laughs> they put on their animal coats, furs, <laughs> and march. Helps. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So my experience was it was very chilly. But you're right, Rachel. Like that's a even in adversity. That's kind of when God's people are are formed sometimes Mm -hmm. most. And so it is very cool that looking, you know, to your left or your right. You're like, here's a neighbor that came out today with me to march because they found it worth it.
0: So we left off on your Uber ride. Okay. What happened after the Uber ride?
1: Oh, the Uber ride from brunch (laughs) to Uh Uh the marching site. Yes, yes, I got there safely, of course, because I'm here today, (laughs) and there's still Uber is still a thing. Uh (laughs) Yeah, they didn't go
2: out of business, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) And I just I remember that the March for Life is a specific organization in itself, Mm -hmm. and so they had a whole platform of people speaking. I don't remember who their keynote was at at the time. Actually, out in the cold. I know they've had presidents come before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were able to kind of organize ourselves. We had Pastor Shurman actually was there that year for photography. Huh. I, I believe that our resident photographer from LCMS wasn't able to come out because of the blizzard, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh. Unless I made that story up, then that's a good story. <laughs> that works in with you know what we're talking about already. Anyway, so then you, you march for what would be maybe 30, 45 minutes and-
3: how long to- is the
1: actual march? Like not
2: not time wise. Sorry, like distance wise. How is there a clear start and finish? Yeah, that's. Can that I can I phone progress? a friend? Ooh. And how yeah.
3: many, how many steps are going on my pedometer?
1: A lot. <laughs> Uh, it was not I was not tired by the end of it. No,
2: it's it's uh, not super duper long. How many it, it, vitality it, points do you think I could get? You would probably much? get
0: fifteen. Yes. It would be a full It'd be full, a high intensity yeah. workout. It would mm. be long enough. And there is an act like you walk up the hill that, that the Capitol sits on. So you actually Ooh. you do actually have a hill to walk up. It's not like it's not like crazy hill, but mm. it's not flat either.
1: It is very cool that, yes, as you as you end the route and you come in view of you know the the Capitol building and kind of thinking mm-hmm. like this is where the legislation mm-hmm. <laughs> comes out of and something we pray for too. Mm-hmm. Our elected officials, our legislators, mm-hmm. all part of our prayers that day, that mm-hmm. God would give them wisdom and guidance and mm-hmm. protecting our our babies and our mm-hmm. mamas and their their daddies too, to be wise into salvation and to to choose life for their children. Okay, Okay, I have, from
3: the official March for Life website, you said phone a friend, so I just started Googling. Yeah, oh, you're my (laughs) friend. Okay, (laughs) thank you. So, the march proceeds east from the Washington Monument between 12th and 14th Streets on Constitution Avenue and ends in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. So... We're looking half mile to a mile, all told. It is so cool. And maybe you
0: experienced this too, Stephanie. It is so cool to like kind of be winding your way through the streets of D.C. getting to... Getting to the mall and then you walk up to the mall and all of a sudden there's just this sea of people. Mm-hmm. And, and like that was my first impression when I got there. I, I kind of knew what to expect. Like I knew there were going to be a lot of people. And this is pre-COVID. So like, you yeah. know, big groups of people were still a thing. But just this this massive amount of people that were all there. And it's it's almost overwhelming that like all of these people like we're all here for the same reason and it's just thousands of people. Yes. It's it's just it's mind blowing.
2: Yes. I've always had the impression that you're walking for hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wow. I would that yeah. would be a detriment
1: to me considering, okay.
2: I think. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> it's,
0: it's it yeah,
2: it was I'm getting five points then, guys. I am not getting fifteen. <laughs> no. That's like twenty five hundred steps for me. <laughs>
0: Well, it it probably depends also on how you're walking cuz a mm. lot of times like if you're in a group you're walking up to the front of the group. Well, at least that was oh, me with the media, so maybe that was different cuz cuz we were trying yeah. to interview people okay. but we'd be walking back and forth within I tend the to group. meander. Yeah, yeah, and, like seeing who's out and like going uh-huh. to talk to people and then running to catch up with the group and it's mm. a, it's a
3: whole experience. But yeah, it, it isn't it isn't super long. Okay. Okay, Either I was wrong. Things. Actually, another website says it's 2 miles.
0: Okay, that, two miles. That doesn't sound right to me. Uh, nearly, I, it's it's I,
3: nearly two miles. Hmm, but you long know, long. it's a doable walk. Totally there advantage. is citation yeah. needed. Yeah. Citation needed. Uh, Juicyachumanism.com. <laughs> seven facts about the March for Life that you should know. Ha ha. Hmm. We'll put that in the show notes. Actually, it looks like an interesting <laughs> article. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first impression? When you
0: arrived in your Uber safe <laughs> and sound. <laughs> what was your first impression?
1: Oh, I was overwhelmed. Like you had said. I mean, it's a sea of people. And truly, I think my first impression was, which I don't know why I didn't think about this, but I didn't. My first impression was, wow, Christians aren't the only ones who care about life. Mm -hmm. Um, Truly, I was not expecting to see. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there were actual organizations that were something along the lines of like Humanitarians for Life or Mm -hmm. Atheists for Life. I mean, Mm -hmm, not kidding. These were actual names of organizations that shouldn't have surprised me because scripture says the law is written on Mm. man's hearts. And it was an encouragement to me that you come together and you see this sea of people who's representative, honestly, of a very small fraction of who actually believes Mm -hmm. these things, because not everyone can get to to DC. Mm -hmm. An encouragement to be able to walk alongside other people and knowing that you're not you're not alone. It can feel very isolating, Mm. especially when you Consider, you know, I'm okay, I'm in my place and time. So, Northeast Arkansas, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, there's honestly not a lot of Lutherans in Northeast Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So, that also can kind of feel a little bit isolating if you think mm-hmm. about, you know, what you stand for and in, in your beliefs. But then these kinds of things are a reminder that we're, we're not alone mm-hmm. and the church triumphant mm-hmm. <laughs> is there, you know, with us and, and in an agreement of what our Lord has said about life and then not only the church, but then also, wow, other people think this too and they don't mm-hmm. even know Jesus. It can be kind of a one-sided, you can you can feel like it's a one-sided argument, especially mm-hmm. from what you see on media or it can read in the news. And mm-hmm. the other sad thing is you experience this overwhelming event of thousands upon thousands of people mm-hmm. and there's no media coverage Mm -hmm. of it. That's kind of stunning. It's kind of anticlimactic. There's almost kind of like you finish the march and you get home and you're like, whoa, (laughs) there's no national commentary on this. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of part of it too. And Mm. I think that by all other measures, we're not winning. (laughs) But as long as we proclaim Christ, the gospel and him crucified, the church is doing its job and Mm -hmm. must remain faithful
0: to that message. Mm -hmm. What does it look like then when you leave the mall, you go through all of the speakers and then you, you start walking along the path. What are, what are the, the things that you're seeing and hearing and experiencing on this? What, what did we determine? Two mile walk from the mall mall to, uh, (laughs) to the Supreme court. Yeah. The sights and
1: sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing is that there are counter, maybe what we would call counter protesters. Mm -hmm. Although I don't, uh, it doesn't feel like at least what the lcms is doing is a is a protest i would consider it more of a peaceful advocacy mm-hmm. and just a confession of what we believe it's a, it's a demonstration but the alongside there are people who are sharing the opposite message but not only mm-hmm. that are saying it in a way that's that's truly disgraceful very distasteful mm-hmm. and that that's Saddening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have this one mm-hmm. experience of marching kind of like on this straight and narrow path. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then people along the sides, of course, knowing and anticipating that you're coming are there to kind of push back with the opposite mm-hmm. message. And and truly without without getting overly mm-hmm. spiritual about this, it, it does feel like the forces of God and the works of the devil himself are at odds in a very real mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And that feels very powerful too. But you know what's really peaceful is seeing pastors amongst you. And I just find a pastor in a clerical, even like with a coat over, <laughs> oh, to be so comforting. And I'm marching, you know, right next to several pastors and, of course, lay people as well. But to be led by pastors who are uh, reciting the liturgy, who are saying Psalms, who are leading us in prayer, there is some real pastoral. Care going on Mm -hmm. um, at the very same time as well, and from a marcher standpoint, I don't remember hearing a lot of noise other than the stuff we were saying. Wow! Even people you know behind us who were marching with us, Mm -hmm. I was truly in that moment, and then in our in our mob of green people, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And I truly would be surprised if I heard of anyone who's marched with the LCMS. Who's had a different experience mm-hmm. than that? I, I would be surprised if if they did. So I do think that my experience, albeit limited, is kind of a representation of what other marchers experience as well. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so you said there's not a lot of noise aside
2: from, you know, the psalms that you so it's it's so it's surprisingly quiet.
1: Is that what oh. you're saying? Like for all the people that are there, experiencing it is one. Mm -hmm. And I was in the middle of the mass of the LCMS. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember, although I wonder, I'm curious if, like, we had a videotape of my experience, (laughs) if it would have been incredibly noisy. Uh But that's not what my takeaway was. Okay. Okay. My takeaway was Uh it was this just acapella group of people singing. Yeah. And and then praying the Lord's Prayer and Uh and reciting Psalm 23. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, an experience where I had to come home and, like, not listen to anything yeah, for yeah. Right, hours. So right. someone maybe
2: positioned differently, like, on the outer edge or the oh, inner yeah. edge. Maybe a different different feel for them. I,
1: I would be so curious. I Truly, I would be so curious mm-hmm. what other people experience. But not only... Outside of the LCMS, but then out, outside of our marching group as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Sarah, what was your experience like?
0: There wasn't a lot of like yelling happening. I know that there was a, a group and I don't remember who they were, but it was like this drumline group that mm-hmm. was like doing this drumline thing the whole way. That was really cool and loud, but really mm-hmm. cool. And there are other groups who like we in the LCMs have our signature hymn singing that we do and that gets kind of loud and it's also kind of interesting because our group is so big if you're at the front or the back of the group you're kind of going in two different keys and in two different tempos which it's gets that to be- a effect yeah it's that's a really wild experience <laughs> to like hear different hymn singing happening of the no. same hymn, um, but there are other groups who some of the Catholic groups pray rosaries while they're walking. Mm-hmm. So there's other there's other things other things that are happening. But you're right; it is all it is all very uplifting. It's all very joyful. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of like downer mm-hmm. people, except for the people that are protesting so, what we're doing. And some although, of the, I mean that is very. So darring. I do have
2: a question though, because I know that a lot of moms in my in my circles or coworkers or whomever want to send their teen girls or the youth group or whomever Do it. to i mean is it is it safe basically
3: mm-hmm. my kids got the chance to attend with their youth group from Missouri actually they were coming out we were living in Virginia and they were able to connect so i had two teenagers that i entrusted <laughs> okay. to their youth group friends for yes. the march event and they came back so energized Yes. It was a wonderful experience. I'm wishing that I'd been able to go with them. I've only been once when we were living in Washington, D.C. when I was 14 years old. We went to the March for Life on the 20th anniversary. Oh, cool. And I'm going to have to say, outside, I, I went with some Catholic friends that time. And so I was not in the LCMS bubble for that experience. And it was noisy. It was very mm-hmm. noisy. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were so many Different people, all of them gentle but passionate. I don't think I've ever seen so many habited monks and nuns in my life, which is a oh, cool yeah. cultural experience, right? There. Yeah, I do remember though, you said no yelling. My one of my clearest memories from this experience years ago was just people yelling out, Hey, hey, ho, ho, Hillary and Bill have got to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brother,
3: it <laughs> was a different age, but I think the March for Life has really come of age in that people have said, what do we really want to be saying with this event? What is the message that if we have to keep marching from now until kingdom come, we want people inside and outside to take away from it? And you're right. It is actually, from everything I can see, gotten even more positive over the last two decades. And even even though this, the reason that we're marching is, is no less tragic, no less angering than it has been, it's still an outrage. But the marchers have said, we want to sing hymns. We don't want to shout slogans. Hmm. And I, I think that's really cool. At least the Lutheran marchers have done that. I'm sure there are some people still <laughs> shouting somewhere in that long, long column of people. Um, I hope that they're still so love- calling
2: out Bill and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, that would just be <laughs> so funny to me.
0: <laughs> Something else that was really cool from my experience is when we got to the museum, which is along the March route, and the First Amendment is actually written on. The outside of that building, and we all stopped as a group in front of that building and read through the First Amendment from the, the Bill of Rights oh, wow. as a group of Lutherans that were mm. all together, which is a very, I don't know, it, it's kind of struck me at the time because we're here marching for something that we believe in in our religious views and our vocational mm-hmm. views, but then we are, we do believe also to kingdoms, mm-hmm. theology, and everything in Lutheranism to have this like juxtaposition of, of yeah. all of these mm. beliefs in our Lutheran belief system kind of all coming together. I don't know. It was it struck me as something that was really interesting. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. And I I am am curious. I've never been to a March for Life before. And pretty much everything that I've ever ingested about the March for Life is influenced by the things I do see and read and including our own LCMS publications, to be Mm -hmm. fair. Is there a multifaceted approach to March for Life In other words, you know, abortion obviously is a huge topic uh, when it comes to life matters. Are there other focuses, whether it's a speaker or a cluster of people or a sign? I guess what I'm asking is, is abortion really the primary thing that Mm. is being demonstrated really a march against against abortion or Mm. is it a march for life? That's pretty much what I'm asking. Mm. Thank you for translating that. That's me.
1: a heavy question. It's a good question. I don't know that I have the right answer other than the answer I would give is that the the first thing is that Christians march because mm-hmm. uh, we believe that life is a gift and life is valued and life is bestowed on us from our creator. Mm-hmm. And then what flows from that is the fact that we stand against then abortion. Sure. But – I think I would be lying if I said it wasn't a march also against abortion
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because we're marching for the D.C. one at least in the very yeah. seat of our country of where these decisions are made <laughs> and they they stem from that affect our whole nation. Mm-hmm. And so I would say also that it's a march for the unborn who are vulnerable to mm-hmm being killed from abortion. Sure. Mm.
2: And the reason I ask is I just wonder how many more groups could get involved if there was a more diverse set of topics or groups Mm. or and not even like the organizations to get involved. But, you know, a significant criticism of Christians. I know I've heard it said about the LCMS, like we care about babies until they're born. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is that is an ongoing like litany that we hear is Christians only care about babies until they're born. And so part of me just wonders if we if we really showed the other facets of what we believe as as lovers Mm -hmm. of life, like how much of that noise could we cut through?
3: Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the March for Life, it's stated You know, mission, its mission statement definitely goes beyond just abortion. I'm looking at their website right now and it says, We celebrate life from the moment of conception to the moment of natural death and every moment in between. So Mm. there's room for all of that in this. Yes. There is a heavy abortion focus because that is a huge issue in our country and has been and will be until we get it all sorted out
2: mm-hmm.
3: if Jesus doesn't come back first. <laughs> I'd be okay with that, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I would be fine with that, too. But, yeah. but, but there, is, there is room. And I remember, you know, in the early 90s, there was a whole lot of press over Assisted suicide, you know, remember Mm -hmm. Dr. Mm -hmm. Dr. Kevorkian? Oh, Oh, yeah. And so that was that was another point of emphasis for the March the year I was there. It was abortion and assisted suicide were huge focal points. But I think that if you have the vision to support life from conception to natural death, there are all sorts of other conversations that spin out from that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I
1: will say, Brie, too, from my experience, Being there, there is a heavy message on the fact that life in the womb is worth protecting. Absolutely, and that that's the uh, the major focal point. Sure, but of course, you know, as we walk to, there was also prayers for the families. Okay, prayers for the moms and the dads, Mm -hmm. and I do think that's something that the church is. Maybe I should just say specifically the LCMS. Is starting to recognize too yeah. and, and, and always have just tweaking our messaging to be as truthful as we can. Yes. And so we know that this issue, of course, is not only about babies right. in the womb. Right. But also, I guess, in response to maybe some critics out there who just say the church just cares about unborn babies and then not afterwards, I would say from my experience and my presence there, it was very much a very, you know, holistic approach to the family the way that God has intended Mm -hmm. and, you know, not forsaking the mom and the dad. Mm -hmm. And I do think, too, that it's become pretty common, especially in. Pregnancy centers to really focus on mom and baby. but I think the church is starting to realize, too, we need to be praying for these fathers. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to be thinking of how to care for and equip them to step in and care for
2: life as well. Mm -hmm.
3: Agreed. You're going to get to go this year again, Steph, right? Yes. What are you most looking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now, here we are at the march. Say hi to everyone. <laughs> Will do. As everyone, of, As of December 17th, if you can think back that far, what were you most looking forward to in this experience? Oh, I And remember- are you doing it right now?
1: <laughs> I love that question. Uh, December 17th. Let me think of my December 17th self. <laughs> Got it. What am I most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to the fellowship of being with other believers, mm-hmm. um, specifically my own church body. It's awesome when Lutherans get together, and I yeah, don't feel that is. way only about the march. But, you know, when we have conferences, conventions, gatherings, all Magical. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, a reminder that it's the foretaste of the feast to come. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have the fellowship in the beginning of being in the sanctuary for the divine service, being fed with the Lord's body and blood, being fed with the words that give eternal life. And then kind of being sent forth from there, being sent forth from the sanctuary of the church out into the world to proclaim the good news. That is what I'm looking forward to, to to be amongst other believers. Mm-hmm. It's a really powerful thing. And like you said, Rachel, people who go there come back energized. And mm-hmm. it's a great thing for youth to be involved in. I would suggest that for any youth group near any parts of D.C., but we have youth groups that go from all across the
0: country mm-hmm. to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I got to interview some some kids. They're not kids. Teenagers. Young youth. From, from, the youths. Uh, <laughs> from my high school in Michigan who actually were at the mm-hmm. march. So awesome. I was able to, to talk to some young people from my high school. And that was really cool to get their experiences and to talk to them about what this meant. I didn't have that opportunity when I was in high school there. They may have gone and I just didn't go. I don't remember. And it makes it... Very real to be around all of these people, Steph. When you're talking about the very real experience of like forces of good and evil mm-hmm. um, against each other, when when you see the protesters and, and see the things that they're they're legitimately angry, that experience makes it very real of what we believe and kind of solidifies these things in you as as something that like yes this is what i stand for and yes i am i am standing on this there's sometimes when we have these beliefs and we hold to these truths but they don't really like we don't really embrace them mm-hmm. they're just like oh yeah of course i believe that because i'm lutheran and i right. believe the confessions and yes of course yes i'm a part of this church but then you experience something like this and you see what the world stands for versus yeah. what we stand for and that makes it very real and and definitely solidifies beliefs that we have. Yeah,
1: I would say, too, just to, to sum up the experience, particularly for younger people, mm-hmm. it's a very formational experience. Mm-hmm. And not that one should go there to be changed. I think that's a secondary <laughs> thing, though, mm-hmm. is that just kind of like anything that has some hardship with it and some sacrifice mm-hmm. and also realize that you're in a battle that's worthy of praying for and Mm -hmm. proclaiming that it forms you. And that's all good stuff. And you know, when people are gathered together around God's word and the gospel, and when they're gathered together in prayer, that is worthy of the angels in heaven rejoicing. Mm. And so I can't wait to be there slash I I love being
3: here. (laughs) In DC.
1: (laughs) Just as a plug, I want people to know how to get in touch with lcms life yes, so that they know of regional marches uh-huh. like I said lcms life ministry is currently involved or will be involved in 2022 in eight marches across the country wow. but there are others that we may not be aware of or may not be aware of lcms groups coming together mm-hmm. and so we would like to be and those people can email us at life ministry at lcms.org, not only so that we can, help promote the event, but also that we could send materials mm. like our fluorescent mm. hats Apps. to them, yes. signs. We would love to be able to then, of course, promote it on our on our website. And people can go to lcmslife.org to get info on marches and resources mm-hmm. um, for the marches that they plan to be a part of. Fantastic.
0: So LCMS, wait, what did you say? LCMS <laughs>
1: So the, web, the website is lcmslife.org. Okay. <laughs> the email address is life ministry at lcms.org. I was going to... You should you probably know, put those
0: in the show I notes I should too succinctly too, wrap, just wrap all of case. that up
1: and then I completely forgot yeah. what you had just said. <laughs> <And> <laughs> definitely Friday afternoon. When you have a ton of acronyms just mashing up together, uh-huh. it's it's hard to keep
0: track of yes, too. Yes, ma'am. So we will put all of that information in the show notes, how people can find LCMS Life Ministry, how they can email you and how they can find the Friends for Life podcast as well. All of these great resources from LCMS Life Ministry. I forgot I did that. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Oh, I host a podcast. Uh, I forgot.
1: It's just my evening gig. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Steph, for joining us in so, studio today. This has been really fun. Thank you. You yes. guys are a blast. I wish I <laughs> Aren't could we, though? do this more often.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. I'd love to just be here more often. You are welcome mm.
0: anytime, friend. Oh, Thank you. That's Thanks for, sure. for having me. We like having friends on the podcast. We like friends. We like friends. We like friends for life. Like friends for life. For life. <laughs> that's right.
2: And also just friends.
0: Also, yeah. <laughs> and
2: friends for life and friends
0: (laughs) ladies if you've been to a march for life or you want to share stories you can always do that in our Facebook group we would love to hear your own stories and experiences and all these things, you can join us there, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. You can share your photos. If you if you went to the DC March this year, you can totally share those photos with us. Tag us at Lutheran Ladies Lounge and we'll share them into our story as well. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on the KFUO Radio app or on your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Brie. And I'm Rachel.
1: Thanks for having me, Lutheran Ladies' Lounge. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review. And don't forget to click the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. New episodes drop twice each month. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Friends for Life LCMS. And finally, listeners, we want to hear from you. Have an idea about a guest you'd like to hear from or a topic you want talked about? Email us at friendsforlife at lcms.org. We want to hear from you about what you want to hear about when it comes to issues of life.
0: Thanks for joining us. Friends for Life is a podcast that introduces listeners to life issues by introducing them to friends who stand for life.